Excelente. L. Sup. Do you know what L means? Um, girl. <laughs> In French, doesn't it? No, the letter L. Oh, lion. Nope. <laughs> oh, fifth. Uh, forty-nine. No, fifty. Oh, that's so close. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 50 of Here's What's Spinning, this weird little shit podcast about music. <laughs> it's fun. It's very fun. It's kind of wild. Yeah, we're halfway to 100, which In is some crazy. countries, yeah. Yeah. I just, it, I am, um, it's funny how this podcast has evolved over time. Yeah, I know. We've kind of neglected the other one a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll pick it back up. Absolutely. This little show about reviewing music and new albums has hit 50 episodes. I mean, I guess there's a shit ton of music out there. There is a lot of music. Our list is at, wait for it, wait for it. 333 albums we've talked about this year. 333. Yeah, we've mentioned in some way or another. Yeah, episode 50, number 333 album. Yeah, Our lists, we might have to figure this out off air. Our lists might be not the same somehow because my list is at 335. Okay. But that's including the I have seven honorable mentions from this week, which is not including the 13 albums we already are talking about. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight album announcements. Yeah, I don't I don't know why mine is so high, but we're off a little bit. But that's okay. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, freaking over three hundred albums. This is bound. You're bound to get lost a little bit. In yeah. Some way. Well, and like I think we're we're gonna hit over four hundred albums this year. Like our top one hundred will be a one in four choice this year. Basically, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, I have my list going to five hundred just in case, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every week that we prepare for this and i'm like going through and putting the things i i kind of do a quick little scroll yeah and every single week i'm like oh yeah that album oh yeah that album. <laughs> oh yeah that album yeah i think i was thinking about that i might start classifying my top 100 because i feel like i'm going to start forgetting I, yeah i've technically already been doing that throughout the year because every album that i love and every album that gets like over uh at this point over like a 24 yeah has been getting highlighted in green ooh green and so i've been doing that so i kind of already have my list made up nerd 
there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and potentially eight albums that went green this week. Wow. Yeah. All in that 23 and a half-ish range-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this was a relatively high-scoring week for me as well. However, I will say that my spread is actually pretty tight. So, like, I've got an 18.3 as my lowest and 24.5 as my, or 24.6 as my highest. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But like we we're like we were talking about off air, I'm kind of in a, a weird place right now. So everything just kind of seems average. So it, that might be more to do with just my life at the fair. moment. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, my spread's a little higher. I have a my lowest is 19.2. Okay. My highest is 28.2. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that 28.2 might not even be my number one this week yeah it's it's my, tough when we have this many albums to talk about like i i'm I glad that i'm not in the hot seat this week because i didn't I like being in the hot seat last week <laughs> yeah my top five is going to be a crapshoot it's been it's been changing all week yeah but i put all 13 of these albums and one major album that's in our uh honorable mentions mm-hmm. or i think it's a major album that i totally forgot about that i would have got us to review so those 14 albums i put into a playlist and they've just been basically on repeat whether it's in the background or intentionally listening and mm. it's been it's been kind of interesting that way because then i'm like i also did a, a bad thing and the first like couple times i went through the playlist i'd like did it in order so like i'm listening to the complete album the way it's meant to be heard yeah and then i started putting it on shuffle <laughs> which kind of made it interesting because then like certain songs stood out from other songs that maybe didn't stand out while i was listening to the album mm. it was interesting and then a, a song would come on and be like oh frick this is really good and i'd be like oh it's from this album that i at first didn't like <laughs> That's uh that's interesting because like there's there's an album on here that is a clear loser for me. Um yeah, same. Yeah, and I'm not sure like did that one make it into your playlist that was on repeat, that album? Well, yeah, because all like all, all 13, 13 of yeah. are in here. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I'm not sure that there were any songs, and like I didn't listen to it like that, but I'm not sure there's any songs on that album that stood out to me. And I'm not, I don't actually even think I finished the album. So, yeah. It's probably different than my least favorite album. Mm, okay. But we'll okay. see. Um, the only other thing I was going to say, also, still crazy. This is 50 episodes. Think of all the music out there that we haven't even thought of uh, or reviewed. I have thought about that. I have thought about that at length. (laughs) Like we are talking about generally like metal and hard rock. We kind of mix in some other genres every once in a while, but that like barely scratches the surface of 
all the different genres and all the different artists creating music. Yeah. Like we are this podcast is nothing in the world of music for how much content there is. Literally. Yeah. We could do this. We could quit our jobs and do this full time, obviously, if we were getting paid. And do I was going to say, who wants to sponsor us? Because yeah. I would do that. <laughs> and do this like full time, seven days a week. And I still don't think we'd scratch the surface of music out that's coming out up there. I com- I would agree with that totally. Like even just think about like every song is two and a bit minutes. So like if you were to do it 24 hours a day, like I I don't want to do the math right now, but ultimately no. like you, you couldn't listen to enough music in a day to actually put a dent in the amount of content that comes out on a daily basis. No. I wonder at the end of the year, because, you know, we both have so much time. <laughs> At the end of the year, I'd like to put every single one of these albums in a playlist and just see the the total length. Oh, I can actually tell you that right now, the way I've oh. been organizing stuff. Oh, baby. Yeah, because for me, especially because this is still my one gripe with Apple Music, where if when you download an album, it takes up hard drive space on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been like any albums that like I don't like it like three days grace and like the skill of albums I've just like deleted off my phone because I'm like I'm never going to listen to this again oh but you could still go into your library and look at it though you don't have to like not download it yeah don't do that uh anyways uh so I'm missing some honorable mentions but right now we're sitting at 2800 songs which is 7.6 days worth of music if you were to listen to it back to back. So there you go. That's that's a week already dedicated to just the albums we've talked about. And that's yeah, maybe 1% or less of the new music out there. Oh, I would say less for sure. Yeah. So, Anyways. Yeah. I thought about it at length and it's insane. Yep. We're complaining about our tasks ahead of us, but it's like nothing to what could happen it is like nothing okay we should get into some news as we we said we have we have a lucky number 13 this week but we will go as fast as humanly possible but i do have news i have three concerts to review for you because i've been to three shows in the last like two weeks sweet do you want a do you want Canadian news first or do you want concertos? Uh, let's do our Canadian news first. We officially have a new album from Nickelback. Is your yes. Canadian news. Uh, the album is called Get Rollin'. Um, talk about a album artwork that I, that I did not expect. Is it on uh, Apple Music? Yeah. Please look at it now. <laughs> <laughs> Get rolling. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Like, that's real. That's the real artwork. It's on their Instagram. So, for those who are listening and not looking, it is like an old 
camper van on the beach with palm trees like it like it looks like the cover of like a like a surf rock like punk album yeah like limp biscuit meets beach boys yes yeah it's like yeah it's like all graffitied like Nickelback has a has a certain like like you look through their discography and like what their artwork looks like and this is a sharp left turn uh-huh very yeah. sharp left turn um speaking of sharp left turn uh i'll add this to our list for next week but i've already listened to the single okay and remember I was when i gonna ask you yeah yeah i remember they teased the single and it's like super heavy yeah that song takes a sharp left turn <laughs> oh okay so they they uh they sure teased us and let's just say the song is like pretty good like it's what you'd kind of expect from a nickelback song yeah but like from the teaser that they put out and you're expecting one thing and let's just say you did not get it there's kind okay. of a letdown well, that's interesting it'll be interesting to hear the rest of the album like if they've actually done anything new like if they've got new ideas but i no i don't think they do (laughs) (laughs) judging from that first single i don't think they have any new ideas okay okay cool but i'm ready to be proved wrong uh by the way the album comes out november 18th thanks (laughs) i just i'm just looking at their discography and like it's they've actually been around for a while 1996 and they've got quite a number of songs. Yes. Uh, or quite a number of albums. But uh, yeah, this this album stands out very, very oddly. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get the vibe that they're in, at a point in their career where they're just like, we can do whatever we want. And it kind of seems like it's going to be like a party album. And you'll you'll get that vibe from the single, like just in the lyrics too. Yeah. And when I say party album, I mean like just like an like an album for just like have a good time kind of thing. Like they'll play these songs at festivals and people will be dancing and Okay. Okay. Which like you're absolutely right. Like they are at a point in their career where they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah, it's it's pretty good. In classic nickelback fashion, the song is meh. The production on it is just like freaking top notch. Sounds great. Uh, we may as well, I may as well just keep going with album announcements while we're here. Okay. Let's go with one that. Oh, I've already messed one up. Hold on. That's supposed to be an honorable mention because it's already out. Uh, I'll go with one that we kind of skipped over, but it's pretty big name in music. Um, and it comes out as we record this tomorrow on September 9th. But that's the new album from John Legend. Huh. Okay, and it's a okay. it's a double album. Yeah. And it uh it looks like it's gonna be pretty What's interesting and eclectic. It's called Legend. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. 
Google. So yeah, he's a pretty big name in the industry. I I quite like him too. I don't know much about him, so I don't know enough to even comment really. I mean, the guy's got a voice like butter. Oh, that's just what I imagined. Is that the sound butter makes? That's the sound that butter makes when it's singing. Okay, (laughs) great. Uh, My next album announcement is I can't remember if I did this one last week or not, but we'll see if you have it in the list. It comes out on the September 16th. That's the album by a band called Confessions of a Traitor. Did we put that one in the list already? We did not. Okay. Um, this is a cool kind of like up and coming metal band. Um, I checked what? them out because their album artwork was cool and their name of the album was cool. Which is? The, the name is Punishing Myself Before God Does. Oh, that is kind of cool. Something comes out on the 16th. I have two that come out on the 30th. This is kind of an eclectic list now that I think about it with like the metal and rock kind of thing. Uh, the next band is like a hard rock band, Monster Truck. Do you know them? I do know Monster Truck. I like them. They're actually Canadian. Are they Canadian? I think they're Canadian as well. Cool. Well, they have a new album called Warriors. Um, I like them a lot. There's that one song by them. I know the one you're talking about. Uh, That's awesome. Sweet Mountain Woman. <laughs> Rocky Mountain High? No. Um, <laughs> Sweet Mountain River. Sweet Mountain River. Yeah, it's got a yeah. cool riff. The Lion is good too. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, these guys are from Hamilton, Ontario. Oh shit! There you go. Yeah. Yep. yeah, they're a fun band. Yeah, I think that they deserve more kudos than they get. Personally, well, they have kudos here on this podcast. Yeah, they've won some Junos. Oh, they were a part of Dynalone Records. Interesting. <laughs> Dynalone was like the first label that like Lex on Fire was on. Oh, okay, gotcha. Hmm. Uh, that album comes out on the 30th of cool. this month. So we'll add that one in. Yep. Uh, this one's this one's a, a very interesting one. I don't know if you know this band. Do you know anything about Snarky Puppy? I do not. Um, I have I I definitely have some homework for you for this band because you will very, very much appreciate this band. This is like a instrumental jazz fusion band cool cool. i liken them to to someone like like thank you scientist but no vocals okay Uh, i would say they're more talented than thank you scientist actually um i'm going to text you a link to a video that you need to watch Okay. It's 10 minutes long. And it is this band performing their definitely their most well known song. It's called Lingus from like one of their older albums. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the whole band in a room. Um, and it's like it's like kind of like shot like as 
shot with like one take and it was all done in one take yeah and it's got one of the best like bass solos and like keyboard solos you'll maybe ever see it's just it's so it's so good very interesting stuff i think you'll be into this okay okay cool and based on their picture they're a 12 piece is that right i mean i'm yeah i'm sure there's been yeah i'm sure it's gone up and down but yeah yeah no that's really cool they're 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 really really good like just an incredible collection of musicians so um i've only listened to like two of their albums one of them has that lingus song on it and it's one of those like you have to be in the right mood kind of thing but like when you do and you kind of break down everything these people are doing it's very impressive they have a new album coming out it's called empire central and it comes out september 30th fantastic when i discovered that they had a new album i was like we have to check this out yes please do yourself a favor and watch that video it's mind-blowing i will do that you will enjoy Ooh, what's next queensrake classic progressive metal band they have a new album coming out october 7th it's called digital noise alliance october 7th you say october 7th i say I have just one more. Oh, yeah. I thought I had two more, but I already mentioned Nickelback. Uh, Another really cool metalcore band, Fire from the Gods. Their new album is called Soul Revolution. It comes out October 28th. That is all I have for you. Cool. Well, thank you for informing us of these new albums. You're welcome. Now, is it time for concert reviews? Concert reviews. Uh, first one is our friends in Tidebringer. Mm-hmm. They had their, their first show ever as a band in Vancouver uh, a couple weeks ago. It yeah, was you sent, uh, you sent videos for that, right? That was that one. I tried. Um, it was it was extremely loud. Yeah, like they they blew the roof off that place in in like a good way too, but like also in a way where like you couldn't hear a lot after. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was loud, but they were good. They I felt bad for them because it was their first show ever. Yeah, and like Chris's first time at performing in like five years, and they're having issues getting getting going with like certain sound things, and then have like thirty seconds into the first song, uh, their guitar stopped. The guy's guitar stopped working, so there's no guitar basically in the first song. Oh yeah, and it took them a good a good while to kind of figure that one out, and but other than that. Like they killed it. They played a new song cool. that night, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they even d- they did a song with uh, Johnny from Carcosa too. Sweet. Who is? Uh, he's just that guy's an insane vocalist. Chris is too. 
Yeah. Chris yeah. sounded good. They're and Kala, they're they're clean vocalists. Man, that guy has some pipes. That's sweet. So do they do like how long do they play? Uh six songs. Six songs? They were technically opening. There was another band there that was headlining. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's uh that's really cool. I'm I dig it. Yeah, they were good. They're yeah. really good. Was um, uh was the headliner just as loud? Like was it the sound guy's fault? I think so cuz yeah, the headliner was what like better better balanced. Mm, that sucks, yeah. But that's always the way. Um, we we actually my concert reviews all have to do with incredible vocalists. Uh, last night I was at Monuments, mm-hmm. cool with our with our boy Andy Sizik. Um, this was <laughs> this was this was a weird bill. the The first band that went on, I only we only saw their last song. Okay. Um, and I can't even remember the name of the band to be honest, but they were just that one song was like it was. It was kind of what you expected, like a like a metalcore band. The next act that went on was this guy named Sammy Bowler, and he was straight instrumental. Like it sounded, like it sounded like Joe Satriani stuff. Okay. And like Weird. a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. But like, didn't belong there <laughs> at all, <laughs> in my opinion. And like you could see it when he was performing. Like, like people are there to like mosh and watch like monuments who's like a very heavy metalcore band and this guy comes up and he's just like a like a guitar virtuoso doing like straight instrumental music and like no one's moving and i was just like but like he was very talented but yeah didn't belong there and then the the next act right before monuments was this guy called essinger who was like straight dubstep really (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and like again the guy was talented like he he was doing like the dj thing but like playing live keyboards playing live guitar and doing like all the singing okay yeah and and like it was he was really good but then at the same time i was just like this doesn't feel right, like, right. why are you here so that was interesting uh then monuments get on and, and everyone went nuts it was really fun that is fun yeah yeah they opened with cardinal red which yeah. i was like i definitely just want to hear that song and they opened with it um and he said after the first song he's like this is like right in the middle of our tour we're all kind of like sick right now <laughs> and i was like Good Lord, if you're sick now, I wonder how you sound when you're not sick because he was <laughs> incredible. That's so sweet. I love he, that. He I'd love on, to see him sing live. Oh, he was on point. Um, and yeah, it was a super intimate show. So we we hung around after they were done, got to meet the whole band. I chatted with Andy for a while, took some pictures with him. Super nice, nice guy. Cool, cool. I did tell him about the podcast and he was like, I'm not really into doing podcasts, but I got his email. So we'll see. Sweet. What does that mean? Not being into doing podcasts? I wonder. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't like doing interviews. 
Mm, that's fair. And now that I think about it, I haven't really seen him on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen him on Shane Told's podcast, the lead singer syndrome one. Yeah. But other than that, I don't I haven't really seen him around. <clears throat> um, and then at the end, he did give me a little tidbit. So here's a little tease for you. Because it was funny because I was just like, I used to was like, when's new Termina coming out? Because I told him <laughs> how much I loved that project. And he's like, you're the first person that's asked me about that. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, tell me. And he goes, <laughs> two weeks, you'll get a new song. I said, great. <laughs> Is that right? That's so close. <gasps> How exciting. The guy's busy. Yeah. He was saying well, if he's, he's on tour, he's in the middle of a tour and he's got a single being released with this other project. Yeah, and he's got more stuff coming out with Makari. So yeah, he was telling me he's like that he's constantly just like like he uses kind of like Matt Heafy does. Yeah. He uses Twitch as like his platform to practice vocals. Cool. That's so smart. he's like who so he's like, I'm always streaming on there, but just like using it as practice and he was kind of like i guess this was kind of a flex but like i get it but he's like he's like i'm in like i'm like doing all these projects and i've got all these new stuff coming out he's like and i've always got people asking me to be on their songs and stuff like that so he was talking about his like kind of balance for all that Mm -hmm. which was kind of interesting that is interesting well i guess like it's it's similar to like you say matt heafy right like he's treating it like a career right it's his job yeah and then in my head, I was like, you could talk about all this on the podcast. It would be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so that was really good. Speaking of insane pipes, Greta Van Fleet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Chelsea and I saw them last week at Rogers. Fuck, man, what a fun show. They what What an improvement. We saw them like four years ago in Seattle, like right after their very first album came out. Yep. And man, just, I mean, they were really good then, but they've, they've really stepped their game up. Really cool, really cool stage setup, really cool show. They're super interesting and fun to watch. They sound amazing. The and that guy, his vocals are just next level. That's that's wicked. I love to see when bands improve over time. Yeah, they were they're very good. I would highly recommend going to see them if you ever get a chance. Yeah, I would do. It, that. Was, it was super cool. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't know how to rank these albums. <laughs> yeah. Now to put you in the hot seat. I've been listening this... to it as I've been speaking, and I'm like, "What? What goes last?" Well, I know <laughs> what goes last. After that, it's a crapshoot. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So as Adam mentioned, we've got 13 albums this week, so we're gonna do the similar thing to what we did last time, except this time we're putting Adam in the hot seat. So we'll kind of breeze through the first eight and then dive into the last. Five. Yeah. Breeze through the first eight. Um, okay. 
I think to make my life easier, I'm going to have to just do this as we go along. Okay. My number 13. Oh, man, there's so many. Uh, my number 13 is the band Pianos Become the Teeth. Same. With their <laughs> album Drift. Yeah, this album was a letdown, right? Yeah, and I don't know anything about Pianos Become the Teeth, but I really like their band name. Um, oh, really? It just, I oh, do, that, yeah. That band name makes me cringe. <laughs> I don't like it at all. No, I like it. Uh, but yeah, this album, I'll let you get into it. But yeah, no, it, it was a letdown. Well, we don't need to get into it. It's 13 of 13. Yeah, fair enough. They, 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 they're, they're, they used to be like a metalcore band, like quite heavy. Oh, okay. And there was like little small shades of the heavy within this album, but like yeah, it was just very boring. Totally. Um so that one got a my 19.2 score. Hmm. Yeah, that was 18.3 for me. Okay. Yeah. What was your highest like category of score? Production. Yeah, same. My number 12 is, uh, this one was a letdown for me because I was pretty excited about it. Uh, my number 12 is the band The Hirsch Effect. Same. With their EP Solitaire. Mm -hmm. um, even for like a little four song EP, it was kind of a struggle to get through. It was, yeah. And what was also interesting is I really, really liked the first song. I was like, okay, this is cool. Same. And then it went we <laughs> straight downhill. I know. I listened yeah. to like the second song and I was like, okay, well, that sucked, but let's listen to the third song and see how it goes. And then I didn't get through it and didn't get I didn't listen to the fourth song. So I don't I don't know what it sounds like. I mean the, the fourth the fourth song was was better than two and three, but still oh, okay. not like that great. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was such a weird roller coaster because this band's one full length album that I brought up the other time in our podcast, like that one was really good and it was much better, like laid out, mm -hmm. like gave you some breaks. And then, yeah, put this one on and that first song, I was like, okay, this is going to be sweet. And then, <laughs> and then it wasn't, then it wasn't. Uh, so that got my total score of 20.3. Okay. I gave a 19.9. .9. And just to backtrack a bit. So Pianos okay. Become the Teeth. Uh, they're from Baltimore, Maryland in the USA, which uh, was yes. a little bit. I don't know any other bands from that area, so I can't really compare anything. Um, and the Hirsch Effect is from Hanover in Germany. Mm. Yes. Um. My drum score was my highest score on this. I for Hirsch Effect, I gave him three point eight. I thought the drums were quite good. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave that's it. Yeah, I gave drums a three point six, but my highest scores were guitars and production. They tied at three point eight. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my number eleven is. I think this is where we might start splitting off. Um, my number 11 is Santa Cruz. 
Yeah, that's actually not far off. They do you want to know where they landed for me? Sure. They were number eight for me. Okay. Yes. Um there was there was some cool songs laced throughout this album. And I think we talked about this in like the very one of the very first episodes where it's just like this band to me still is not like an album band. Mm. If they were on a bill at a festival, I'd go see them because I think it'd be a good time. Right. And they'd probably be entertaining. But like l- listening to a full album, I was getting a little bored. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, there's some there's some cool riffs in there. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the guy's voice that got the low for the second lowest score for me. Mm. Um, but I did give writing and production fours. Okay. Cause okay. like they do give, they do write catchy songs. Yeah. Sounds good, but just not usually my cup of tea. That's fair. What was your final score then? 21.1 okay so i gave them a 21.4 and their highest score for me was production as well i'm sensing a theme here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which we've kind of already established is that it's not hard to make your music sound good these days it just mm-hmm. has to be engaging exactly okay this is starting to become easier than i thought my number 10 now uh uh yeah yes my number 10 is the band 156 slash silence they actually they made it higher for me sorry go ahead um i was just gonna say these these guys fell i liked the album um like my repeat score was like 3.5 they just fell victim i think of just the the kind of quality mm. from the first 10 fair enough um this yeah. album this album narrative um it fell number two for me actually two yeah of 13 uh-huh good lord <laughs> yeah i uh that i actually surprises did- me because i didn't think you'd like the they they have like the gang style beatdown vocals that you don't usually like. Yeah, well, for some reason they grabbed me, so uh, they did a good job of grabbing me. These guys are out of uh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pennsylvania, and uh, yeah, they. I don't know, grab me. I I liked the drums and the guitars. I liked the riffage. <laughs> I liked the production. Yeah, and it was good. You should maybe go through your scores then, because it's in your. It's number two, so. Um, yeah, so I gave uh, vocals a 3.9. Okay, I gave 3.6. Guitars, I gave a 4.2. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is a big discretion. I gave 3.4. Mm. I really dug the use of, like, ghost notes and guitar sounds. Mm. Yeah that aren't like string sounds i don't know how like there's weird harmonics and stuff on it that i kind of yeah i i might i'm gonna have to listen this one this one and the pianos become the teeth album actually are the ones i listen to the least okay 
I would say. But yeah, uh, I'll have to pay more attention to those guitars because this is a band too that like they're getting a lot of talk in the in the metalcore community. Like they're they're kind of like yeah, people they're, they're are really there. enjoying them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, drums. I gave four point three. Yeah, I gave a four for drums. Mm-hmm. So I like definitely... them quite a bit more than the guitars. Yeah. Uh, writing, I gave 4.1. Uh, 3.8. Production, I gave 4.2. Yeah, I gave 4.3. Yeah, the production was really high quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, repeat was 3.8 for me. Yeah, 3.3. Okay. So, yeah, my final score was 24.5. Okay. Uh, 22.4 for me. Okay, so most of our discrepancy was in the vocals and the guitars. I would say. Yeah. 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 I'm going to give that album another shot. I bet you on another day I'll like this album more. Mm-hmm. That That is a thing that happens for sure. Faux show. Yeah. Okay. That was nine. I'm already getting lost. That was. Yeah. 13. That was 10. You're on nine. Right. Um, okay. My nine and my eight are very similar. Um, they have the exact same score, final score. Um, and they're kind of just f- flippy floppy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put this one at nine because it was just a little less interesting than what my number eight will be. Uh, number nine is Blind Guardian with the album The God Machine. I was also my number nine. Hmm. Um, I mean, you knew what you're getting yourself into with a Blind Guardian album. Yep. Um, they still like write like, like as far as power metal goes, you can. I'm. I don't even know if it's an argument. They're probably the biggest power metal band ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like them and Iced Earth, probably. Yeah, I would say. They're um, like the, the Metallica of their world. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um so yeah, I knew what I was getting myself into, and like it's all it's all like good music. Like it's it was all well written, but like just power metal's not usually my thing. <laughs> no, that's fair. And and I never listened to Blind Guardian a lot. But uh, I found that the vocals were like the gang vocals were really good, but I found the solo vocals a little bit underwhelming. And I can't mm-hmm. remember if they've gone downhill over time or not, just because I never listened to them. But they didn't seem like they would catch on mm-hmm. the same if they weren't as big as they were already. Fair. Yeah. I mean, they're all in their sixties. Like they they have to be. Oh yeah, like I I don't I don't blame them at all for it. Like things degrade over time, but uh, yeah, these guys are from Krefeld in Germany. Krefeld. Yep. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, the band formed in 1984. Like, good lord! So they've <laughs> they've gone through it. Um, I just want to see. They've had the same vocalist since 1984. 
Wow. Same same guitar player and backing vocal since 84. Same rhythm guitar player and backing vocal since 87. And then their drum their current drummer joined in 2005 and their bass player joined in 2021. So yeah, Hansi Kursch. Oh yeah, now that I see that I know that name. He's oh, he's 56. Yeah. Well, and it looks like uh uh, they've had some passings. Oh no, that's a session mm-hmm. player. Yeah, but uh, no, it's some of these old bands. Like it's amazing how their lineups stay so true. Yeah, yeah, they're another one of those bands that's like, if we were at some festival and they were playing, I'd definitely go check them out and yeah. see what they're all about. But yeah, um. Their album got a 23.6 for me. 23.6, you say. For me, they were 21.4. Okay, okay. Yeah. Which yep. tied with um, Santa Cruz, but for different reasons. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything more to say about Blind Guardian? Uh, I love the guitar riffs. Love the guitar on this album. Yes, that was my highest score. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, My number eight was, yeah, same score as uh, Blind Guardian, again, for very different reasons. Um, And that is The Who. Yeah, I feel like since The Who came out with their hits in the 70s, they've changed a lot. No kidding. <laughs> it's like they took a trip to Mongolia and were like, hey, let's become a metal band. Uh, yeah. These guys are uh, fell number 10 for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the album Rumble of Thunder. Um, They are out of Mongolia, correct? Yeah, Mongolia. Uh, Ulaanbaatar. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hometown. Yeah. That one heard of that (laughs) this was um i don't know word to describe interesting yeah Uh, i i was gonna go with authentic except mm -hmm. for the drums okay yeah what what do you mean by that except i I mean that the drums were very westernized like if you if you Uh, remember when we listened to bloody wood Yep. Um, the the drums kind of still followed that like Indian uh, rhythm style so it didn't feel like they were at a place whereas the drums on this album felt at a place because they were using traditional instruments and like traditional throat singing okay. but the drums were just kind of like slammed on top right yeah in my opinion fair enough yeah yeah I I mean this was I appreciate what they're going for. Like they're using like traditional Mongolian instruments and like there's some Mongolian throat singing thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't feel super cohesive. Mm-hmm. And, but like it was entertaining and yeah, like I appreciate what they're going for. Yeah. The album had some weird turns in it. Like they had songs that sounded very like apocalyptica. And they had songs that sounded like CKY. And then they had songs that sounded like Sum 41. Like, it was very weird. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah it was uh it was interesting I, I, another band like again apparently they have quite the concert and quite put on quite the show yeah i believe that so it'd be cool to check them out but like yeah i don't know this was such a weird album like my repeat score got like 3.7 which is decent yeah so like i'd go back and, and check certain things out but yeah it'd be all a mood thing for me i'd have to be in the right headspace mm-hmm. to be like oh yeah let's go listen to this mongolian metal band yeah i gave them a 2.5 because i'm not sure i'd go back and listen to the album but they definitely made it into my library because if they came up in my shuffle like they're just interesting to listen to for a song or two mm-hmm. and it's but, funny to be like hey have you heard of the who <laughs> <laughs> and then play them this yeah exactly uh what was your highest score for this album uh the the like the guitars and instruments just because of like the mm. the use of all the craziness cool so 4.3 i gave that okay okay uh i gave vocals actually the highest at 4.2 oh. but just because throat singing is such a bizarre thing to do for like lengths of time and like it's so technical and it's very underappreciated so <laughs> yeah yeah for sure. What was your final score? 23.6. Mm. Same as Blind Guardian. Yeah, mine was 20.4. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Shit. This is getting this is getting hard. That's what she said. <laughs> um see what you did there. So I have seven, seven, number seven. I don't even know what my top five is, to be honest. Usually I have a clear number one and I keep flip-flopping what I think my number one might be. I was doing that last week too. It sucks being in the hot seat with this many albums. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I have my my seven uh this album uh for being number seven kind of blew me away for a for a couple reasons not blew me away because it's like like amazing blew me away because the vocalist of this band sounds way angrier than usual Mm -hmm. that is the band miss may i Mm with their album curse of existence i man this one could be seven this one could be like number four (laughs) that's how that's how close this is starting to get yeah this was number five for me uh and i was pleasantly impressed with this album same these guys are from troy ohio in the usa and uh yeah based on their past couple albums i wasn't looking forward to it same yeah. Yeah. And they just this falls into my theory that post pandemic, I think bands are just getting angrier and holy crap, they got angrier. <laughs> yeah. It's the same vocalist that's been around for a while and like he sounds completely different. Oh yeah. So opinion. much better. So much better. 
Yeah, vocals got by far my highest score because uh, I was super impressed with them. This is another album that just like, yeah, I was I really liked it. Like it got a twenty four point one, which is pretty high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd bumped it down because there's other there's other albums on this list that uh I really enjoyed that I didn't expect to enjoy. So I guess this is falls into that same thing, but I just, I don't know, again, <laughs> I'm kind of going on a whim. So like on any yeah. other day, this could easily fall into my top five, but I yeah, was very okay. impressed. Uh, Yeah. This album across the board was pretty um, average for me. Uh, the vocals did get the highest score um, guitars and repeat getting the lowest. My final score was 23. Yeah. Yeah. 23.9 for me. Vocals got 4.4. Oh, wow. Yeah. I gave 4.1 because I got a little bit tired of the vocals, but it was definitely the best Miss May I vocals I've ever heard. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, They are here in Vancouver uh, on Saturday night. And I wish I was going because it's another sick bill. It's them and landmarks and currents. Mm. And. That would be sweet, but you know, I can't go to every single show. Okay, number six. Where is my top five here? Um any surprises yet? Any bands I haven't mentioned yet that you thought I would by now? It's probably a couple. Uh no, because <laughs> yeah, I'm because there's one of them that you and I both would have normally. Um, uh, sorry, what was I saying? Oh, there's a band that uh, I think you and I are both surprised that it made it into our top five. Um, okay. uh, and another band that you're surprised that made it into my top five. And everything else is kind of exactly where I expected it to be personally. Cool. Yeah, we've diverged in the ways that uh, I thought we would. I don't know. What about what are you thinking? Interesting. Uh, no, I'm very curious about two bands where they fell mm-hmm. for you. Um, I, yeah, I'm just. Where are we now? Number six. Yes, number six. Okay, let's see here. Uh, we've got that one. One, two, three, four, six. Uh, okay. Let's go with. Um, am I really putting this that low? <laughs> For some reason, like six out of 13 is like. It's not even that bad, but I'm like, I'm I'm basically at the point where like my these top six, especially top five, could be number one any other week. To be honest, yeah, I think they're that good. Um, let's go with the one that has the lowest repeat score, which is okay. They all have freaking fours. Great. (laughs) 
I'm going to go with the band Ocean Sleeper. Mm, okay. With the EP, Is It Better Feeling Nothing? I will preface this by saying this uh, could very easily be one of the top EPs of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In my opinion, I like this band a lot. Um, I remember they blew me away with their first single and music video that came out. And I remember posting it everywhere, being like, hey, peeps, listen to this band. Um, and yeah, it was great as an EP, for, sh- I, for sure. Um where did this fall for you? Uh, number seven. So not not totally oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That um, uh, for me, ahead. it's got a lot. It's, it's got a lot lower repeat score. My repeat score. You said yours was four. Mine was two point five. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't grab me quite the same way, but it did score very high. So it was literally just a, a subjective thing. Hmm. Yeah. From, I just uh, thought. From Australia, you said that from Victoria, which is where Melbourne is. Yeah, classic. Of course, <laughs> of course, I love this. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, short and sweet, five songs, fifteen minutes long, and I just thought every song was just concise, catchy, really good melodies, really good heavy heavies, and. Yeah, I think it got such a high repeat score because, like, if you just need to be freaking pumped up for 15 minutes, just chuck this thing on and you'll be fine. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, for for an EP, it got a total score of 26.7. Whoa. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. Mm. That's My what I'm final... talking about with, with the yeah. top five. Top five. My uh, final score was 21.6. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my my top five, there's going to be diversity in scores because my top five is all above 25. Yeah, and and like I say, I think that this this week I might have been a little bit just average in listening uh, So and scoring. That's fine. Yeah, because I'm... Like right now, my top five is all between 23 and 24.6. Hmm. Okay. Um, my number four. Uh, number five. The Adam McCall Podcast is sponsored by Canadiana Music. Canadiana Music is a new company in Southern Alberta that is built to drive the community supporting local artists and songwriters. Keep a tab on Canadiana Music to hear about information for local artists, upcoming events, and sponsorship options. Canadiana Music is also a fully equipped production company with a professional recording studio located in the beautiful Turner Valley. Reach out from their website at www.canadianamusic.com for any production or recording needs. Mention the Adam and Kyle podcast to receive 10% off of the label for your next event or recording. Follow Canadiana Music at Canadiana Music on social media. Check the show notes below for links. Number four. 